Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week is my dad. How you doing? I'm doing grand. Here we are in the frigid uh, northeast, pretty much frigid across the country. Uh, it is. Yeah. And we'll take a look at the week that was in the NFL week. What was that, week 12? Yep, week 12 in the NFL. It is the three-quarter poll. It is. A mile race, right? And there's Down some... Down the stretch we come. And big surprises. Uh, we mentioned on the last episode about the Thanksgiving night games. Um, so that... Very popular. Yeah. <clears throat> of course, the outcomes were I don't think a lot of people were really... I think we were expecting closer games. In those, I thought right. the I thought I think in the end the Bears Lions game was the best game out of the three of those, uh, and that was the early game. So, right, what did you like most about that? I think I think I I just liked how how competitive it was. You know, Washington clawed back to at least get within seven, but I mean that that game or within eight, but that game was over once Amari Cooper ran for ninety yards. And, and and now we know why these backups are backups. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's not, yeah, there's not too many falls. There's not too many of uh, Hust- know, what was the Chicago backup's name? Chase Daniels. Daniels. I mean, he just he he was like barely over 200 yards or whatever. Like he didn't make any mistakes. He did the right thing. But the Bears defense, you know, locked down pretty well on Stafford. You know, there was a fumble recovery for a touchdown or whatever, and or was that interception or fumble recovery? I forget. Mm. So all that stuff going on. Uh, in the other games that happened this uh, this past Sunday, the uh, Browns laid it on thick onto the Bengals and their former coach Marvin Lewis. Or um, <laughs> sorry, no, Hugh Jackson. Uh, you mean Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Uh, Hugh Jackson has been hired three times by Marvin Lewis now, which I think is funny. Right. Thirty-five to twenty, and uh, well, they can go out as a duet. Oh, uh, Marvin and Hugh. Yeah. Well, they deserve each other. Well, yeah. Uh, and, of course, now the Bengals, it even gets worse for them. Uh, they lose Andy Dalton for the rest of the year, placed on IR with, a, I think, a broken thumb or thumb ligament. I forget which. Right. So, he, he never can finish right. No. No, he can't. Yeah. He can't. Oh, well. He's one of those only if or if only. Right. Well, I, I guess if they get into the playoffs a couple more times, maybe they'll win a game, but, I mean... You know, yeah, the, whole, know. the whole thing has to go. In. Well, I, I know, but that's not going to happen. Not with uh, Mike Brown at the. So it really shows that Hugh Jackson was clueless with the Browns. I mean, if he knew all that stuff, of course they changed different stuff. I'm sure, but I mean, he, he he's not the man. No. Oh gosh, no. Nope. No, not when you lose 30 games and what, or th- more than that, like. And look at Baker, right? He's doing a great job. And Baker's doing a great job. Nick Chubb is doing a great job. I mean, two guys that were pretty much said, like, you stay on the bench. I'll I'll let you know when I need you. And, yes. now, and now they are keying. They, they were keyed up in that game. Yeah. And it came through, and especially with Baker Mayfield, because he was all over the press. Well, he is the most experienced quarterback. He's the oldest, right, of all this uh, group that came in. Oh, right? yes. He's played the most games. Yeah. Right, yeah. so you know he, of, he, he, you know he's as advertised. Right of that, but, but the attitude is great. Right, he he didn't do. What did he want? He didn't want to shake hands with somebody. No, well, they meet twice a year. It reminded me of Starbuck. Yeah, yeah, it did. Well, you know, Hugh Hugh's calling out Baker's name in midfield, like, hey, hey, come here, come here, let's get him a hug. And and you can see Baker sort of <laughs> like throw the shoulder back, like, nah, nah, let's just shake hands. We're good. It's not happening. No, no. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks uh, uh, down and out, um, Blake Bortles now getting benched after a 24-21 loss in Buffalo that included a fist fight uh, between Leonard Fournette and uh, Shaq Mason. That even... now, Fournette was 
wasn't even in on that play. He went across the field from the other sideline. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do you can't do that in hockey anymore. You, you can't, can't do that in basketball. You can't. Well, you can't do well. But if you're if you're uh, what's his name Foster, the linebacker. Yo, oh, yeah, you can you can dis- disrespect people on the street. Right. Oh, still yeah. Still get hired, but but don't make the NFL look bad. Mm, right. So uh, yeah. So now Blake Bortles. So Cody Kessler, he of the formerly of the Browns, um, he of right. I think maybe two wins himself. He now takes over for Jacksonville this upcoming week. But yeah, the everything just fell off for Jacksonville this season, and uh, yeah, this kind of this seems like right now their lowest point. Mm. Uh, well, I, I guess the question hasn't been answered because they haven't risen their head yet, and I, by that I mean that defense we haven't really seen it doesn't matter in the league this year no so, i mean you know so but will it because the texans are pretty much roll on that right yeah they roll on with their defense and their defense rolled over the titans 34 17 um i think i think mariota spent most of the game on his back is he a bust or he's in a bad situation i i th- i think it's um i i wouldn't say it's a bust but he's not a superstar right. It's not even the situation. I think he, uh, I. Who's you know, better, him or Winston? <sighs> Mariota is better. Okay. Or are we talking statistically? Or are we talking like no, how I'm the just game... saying in general? If you had a team, who would you be picking? I think those, I think I would take Mariota. At least Winston. Okay. At least he knows how to take a hit, and he knows not to. Th- <laughs> at least he knows not to throw it up and just be like somebody catch it. I don't care I who. It. I He's careful. Okay. So I mean, look—they've made the playoffs with him. You know, they've been competitive yeah. with him. I mean, they don't yeah. even—they Cotter doesn't even know what he's going to do. Yeah, but with the Colts around, it, it's it's tough to be good over there. Well, with the Colts' resurgence, plus what everybody thought would be Jacksonville this year, not Jacksonville last year, they're gone. And then, of course, Houston are—they might just be the regular season champ, and that's about it. Because everybody, you think so? Well, Eight straight. No, but what I'm saying is that well, we've seen this before. Because all they need to do is go into somewhere in a first round or or a division round, yeah. and they're mm-hmm. just going to get chewed up. Well, you know, you're right. On paper, they look great all the time. Yes. And the question is, is this O'Brien going to be the one of these Belichick, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, branches that are actually going to produce something? I don't know. Right now, I, I, but we've seen him go into the playoffs, and they, I mean, they host. I know. I know they got a history like that. They host get like, come on, fourth and one at the goal, and you send right. in JJ Watt, you can't get it in. Are you serious? Yeah. Nah, go home. But we'll see. Hey, look, they're rolling. You're right. Eight straight. They started off 0-3, and now they're... Yeah, there's nothing to sneeze at in the NFL. No, and that's actually strong. Look, I have to double-check. And and they're putting up points, I think 37 last week, right? Right. Do they have a tiebreaker over the Patriots, though? Well, the Patriots are going to do their thing because there is no competition. No, right, 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 right. No, 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 but I'm just curious. No, they don't. So right now, as as it stands right now, New England has the two seed. As it stands right now, but we'll see how that that holds up. Well, that rolls out, yeah. Right. Uh, well, the other team that was competing for the two spot, the Steelers, they go into Denver and lose twenty four to seventeen. Shock. It was a shock, but if you think about it, they had to fight for those seventeen points, as it were, because they had yeah. to do a fake a fake field goal to score a touchdown. They had. Um, they had to, you know, obviously Roethlisberger was intercepted on the last play of the game or whatever in the end zone. Yeah. Like, he threw it, and uh, he was trying to scramble. And... Well, you know, I'm thinking I have to look back. I thought Roethlisberger was like 118 in the last three. I have to look back on that to be sure. 1-18 in 18 but, where? But, but he's susceptible to a bounce. But it was amazing that New Orleans didn't bounce at 144. I mean, but so when you see teams that don't bounce, what is your immediate reaction? A power, but do you think like okay now that this is super? They are not only dangerous; they're really dangerous. Are you starting to yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, they're elite. Okay, okay. Yeah, especially up in those numbers. No, I think Kansas City this year did one thirty-five and did bounce. Right, and can can you yeah. remind us of what the bounce would be? Uh, the bounce would be when you can't uh, maintain that offensive production. So when you when you take a dip when you score yeah less let's than... take a look at uh, New Orleans last week right they were one forty four had scored those uh, many points in the last three games right 
So they, you know, should have been very well susceptible to the bounce. Well, they covered the spread, but they did drop down to 30. They scored 51 the week before and 31 last right. week. So they did drop production 20, you know. But, and but, they only covered by one point, really, and Atlanta did all they could to lose. Right. Uh, but, I mean, geez, Atlanta was, was spotted. They were spotted. But like when what? you look statistically, they, they did beat a huge bounce there. So, you know, but there's no surprise. They're all in this potent. No, they absolutely And, and watching that 41, Camara, whatever his name is, that, that guy is awesome. Alvin Camara and Mark Ingram have are truly the Oh, he'll do it thunder. all. Yeah. And Michael Thomas is unbelievable at the wide receiver and position. Breeze is fun to watch. It's, uh, it's a video game, the NFL now. Well, oh, especially it is. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, pinball with all the lights going on. Yeah, that's for sure. New England goes into East Rutherford, twenty-seven to thirteen. All right. I mean, it was close. At the, it was what tied at halftime, thirteen thirteen or whatever. Right. I mean, that was close. Gronkowski came back, but you know, um, it's everybody's talking about how Jamal Adams did did do a good job slowing him down, but you know, Edelman's open and Sonny Mitchell runs for one hundred thirty-three yards. So the Patriots. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not shocked that they go into against the Jets. I don't care who's. But how about New England finding running backs? I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. Defies logic. Kevin Falk was there forever. I mean, but also just you know, but they're also very clever. Like they use Cordell Patterson. I mean, this is a guy who can barely catch anything, but boy, can he run! Don't forget, he was like a first round pick for the Vikings. Had one well, that's, great. That's what Carolina's been doing. But number ten and number twelve, I forget their names. I mean, they're not household names. But they're wide receivers. They're using in the running game. Yeah, although I don't Especially know what... on reverses and pitches and stuff like that. Which is hard to believe. You think like the last thing they need is is anybody running the ball more? Because Tr- Christian McCaffrey is having a fantastic season. We know Cam can run oh. it. They just but need can somebody. People tackle in this league anymore? No, you don't get paid to tackle. Well, tackling. What is what is a tackle? What is a tackle that what what is a tackle? Know. I was watching the Redskins on Thanksgiving Day. It was like triple coverage on a guy. They all touched him. Right, but also at the same time, what's a tackle that's and scored a touchdown? But what is a tackle that's not going to end up you having to wear the depends penalty. when yeah, you're when penalty, you're fifty? Your career, business decisions. I know the right. whole country saw it done. Uh, so Carolina. Speaking of Carolina, they lose at home to the Seahawks. The surprising Seahawks, thirty to twenty-seven. The Seahawks are now six and five. They are in prime. They are posi- rebounding and they're scoring points. And they are in prime position for a playoff spot for sure. I like teams that play close games and win. Well, I mean, then Seattle's the team for you. Um, yeah, well, they're in a tough division over there, but yeah, no, no they're fun now. Right, we'll put them on the betting menu. Well, the NFC West is only tough at the top because the bottom two, boy, San Francisco loses twenty-seven to nine against Tampa Bay, and the chart <laughs> and Carolina in a game in a game where they were up like what ten ten nothing or something like that, and then the Chargers roar, or like that. Chargers roar back forty-five to ten, including was it twenty? How many completions oh, yeah. did he have in a row? Twenty-four. Like he had the well, highest. They were down ten nothing. You're right. Yeah, something more than that. Yeah. Right. Rivers had like the mo like tied for the most uh, consecutive uh, passes completed. Like I think he had an almost perfect completion percentage hmm. in like in a game. Unbelievable. Exactly. Forty-five to ten. Uh, speak. And then you mentioned the Colts, twenty-seven to twenty-four. They are lighting it up too in the NFC. They in the are. NFC South. They have the biggest cap space in the league. And the Jets have, what, 120? I forget. It's a lot, but they have more than that. Right. So now it seems like all that money is going to go to Le'Veon Bell, uh, according to <laughs> some are reading very deeply into like it, yeah. like it's a cipher. Like they're looking at his Instagram, and he's got, you know, right. a picture of Andrew Luck. He's like, imagine if. Yeah, they're trying to get a Dickerson. They're trying to get a. Edron James, Marshall yeah. Falk. Marshall Falk. Yeah, great. You know, so, yeah, they do have, yeah, they have reached out and paid people. Well, they're two games out uh, behind Houston, and I think in terms of playoff seating and spots, they're just on the outside. They they lose a tiebreaker to Baltimore for the So you can see them closing well. Yeah, I think they can. I think they absolutely can. Um, and then, yeah, Seattle is a tiebreaker away from the sixth spot uh, behind Washington. Uh, for that last yeah, NFL. that that's a little shaky, Washington. Right. Speaking of the a- NFC East, the Eagles at home win twenty-five to twenty-two against the Giants. I mean, the they, Giants were ahead forever in that game. Right. 
that reminds me of that game. Oh, I, I forget how many years ago it was, but the, I know I remember that. The, I was shocked when I looked back at the score. I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, I remember. I was I was out that day. And it, roar, yeah. it was actually the Giants going into Philly and winning that game. That was years ago, but it was Eli. To, it was Eli. It was Eli and Plaxico. I remember that they hooked up a couple times that game. But in this one, nope, they couldn't stop anybody. But apparently, according to Beckham. It's all the coaches' fault. Can't be. Can't possibly be anybody else's but the coaches. So right. Well, I heard some, you know, whining about the officiating. Yeah, yeah. There's all that sort of stuff. Uh, also, Green Bay, the Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the running back. Here, yeah, sure. Barkley. Yeah, what sure. happened? He had like 94 yards or something in first half, and like 17 in the second half. I mean, it wouldn't surprise and then, me. If and they... they were talking about he uh, something about a hamstring or this and that. Right. Right. I mean, there's no way with the cuts he makes that that's the situation. He will not get the hard yards. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's an elusive back. I mean, yeah, he puts up stats. I guess for fantasy, I don't play that, but I'm sure he does well there. Well, he had 13 rushes, 101 yards. He is long was yeah. 51. Did, did, did he move any piles? I saw a situation where you you got to just get what you can, drop those shoulders and work. And he's trying to deke and they you know standing up, they pushed him right down. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look for first half ranks. So you don't want to say nothing bad about your boy, or what? No, I I have no problem. Look, if Saquon, oh, okay. look, I'm just saying that. You know, the I I think that it's not they, the same league. You know what I'm saying? No, of course These not. These guys don't want to tackle. Now's when you be reckless. Look, look at the running back for uh, Pittsburgh. He's the most violently reckless pinball out there. I think James Conner. Yeah. You do all that and then some. Right. He says you got to prove yourself every week. He, he, he knows the score. Right. But what I'm seeing out of Saquon Barkley is that he has these Stats. early— He has—no, but listen. He has these early big rushes, and then they, they, they tamp him down for the rest of the game, does the, does the opposing right. defense, because what—okay, we, we just need to, to load up the front. We'll stop this guy, or we can get into the backfield— and set you up where you're third and eight or th- third and long, and you have to, and then you start rushing Eli because he has no yeah. no offensive line. Yeah. See, Bar- see, Barkley, Barkley. I, I wouldn't be giving Barkley any uh, badges of courage. No, no, I understand that, but Barkley has the. I think st- Barkley works for Barkley. Barkley has the stats, despite I I despite. It's des- obvious to me. I understand. But I'm talking that. about how you get him in, you know, mindset and attitude and all the things that, you know. Uh, he's I, the, I watched the game for. He's the worst of the Giants. He's 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 the least of the Giants' problems because number th- number thirteen number thirteen right now is probably their right worst. Right, he's their most difficult. You know, yeah. He, what's the b- bright spot? Saquon Barkley is the bright no, spot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so, so I mean, look, it's he's just point. he's going to be these guys. sweet. Right, I know, but look, this is what you want. Yeah, if he's I'm not a, a Giant fan, I'm glad I'm not. It's hurtful stuff watching that. I understand that how the mighty have fallen. I heard the stat like you know ever since. It's <laughs> in a big market. Well, you stink, man. Everybody smells. But it. not only a big market, but this is this is one of the key. This is a cornerstone franchise. The Giants, Huge. the Giants, the Niners, the Steelers. You know the Cowboys. Yeah, right, right, right. You know I, you can't even count the the Patriots. That's too right. recent. But they look more like the Mets. Yeah, yeah. the ownership is is baffled, and uh, you know, yeah. The, Makes Perhaps. ridiculous offers, and you know, I, I saw something like, oh, we'll talk about baseball later." Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the uh, the Keystone franchise, the Packers, they lose to the Vikings twenty four to seventeen, and uh, it looks like the Rodgers McCarthy era is starting to come to a close. It's over, at least the McCarthy era, because I mean, we're we're hoping everybody. I think is thinking. Oh, what's he doing wrong? I don't think the record. It... Who? No, what's McCarthy doing wrong? He's got Aaron Rodgers and can't win. Well, I mean, that's enough reason to be fired. What does Rogers call his own plays? <laughs> I would think so. I mean, McCarthy's calling his plays. I mean, is that true? Well, look, if you have time, when he's on... looking downfield. He's calling those plays. Look, if you, I think he's finding people and making them open. You're in charge of the team, and Ty Montgomery says, "Nah, I'm going to do me." Mm-mm, you've lost your team. <laughs> Where's he working now? He's working in Baltimore, barely working. I mean, Gus the <laughs> Gus the bus has taken over the show there, and Lamar Jackson's going to be starting for the next thirty years. Uh, they also oh, want. Yeah, that guy. He, I, 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 I warned you how inaccurate he is. 
and that's something you can't coach. No, you, know, you might have a lot of pluses, but you know you can't be giving it up. Well, if he can, if he can scramble for a hundred yards a game, and if the defense can score a touchdown like they did against Oakland, now I know it's Oakland, but if you can do it, look right now, <laughs> it's Oakland. Hey, look, who's trying to lose? Hey, look at this point, they're in the driver's seat. They're in the sixth spot. They got teams gunning for their position in the playoffs. That's a good but point. right now they have it. All they have to do is do their job. They're in the playoffs. That's if, a good point. Now, if they fall down. That'll save, that'll save the job down there? Oh, that absolutely would save the job. The Harbaugh's could, could get fired in the same year? Uh, Yeah, although I don't, I, I don't think Jim, Jim's not going to. Jim's only going to go if Jim wants to go, although losing to Ohio State is not good. We'll talk about that. <laughs> that was so ugly. That was very ugly. Well, let's talk about this upcoming week, week 13. What are your best bets this week, Dad? I only have one. Oh. I got to trim it down. Okay. I have, I have a horrible record. Got to get rid of that so dead weight. So I'm going with the Bears. Going you know, Chicago right? at New York. At New York without their star quarterback. No Trubisky. It's Chase Daniels again. It's Chase Daniels. But I really believe that while well, he's been with Nagy, the head coach there, when two years and at Kansas City. So they're familiar. Right. You know, he's adequate. I think he is the, this year's Knicks Falls, and I do think that the Bears are this year's Eagles. I, I could see that. I mean, and, you talk about... you see that in the three-point is just, you know, it, it makes me lick my lips. I can't believe it's real. It almost feels like a trap. They, but, uh, but I looked ahead on the schedule, and they have the Rams, you know. Do the Bears? On the National Yeah, on the National League. But they're coming off a two-week uh, a bye, so... Preparing two weeks to prepare for the Giants, and with I, I think an adequate quarterback, right? They should be able to cover that three. So why do you think? Wouldn't I? I would have set that line at five. It opened. I, I was kind of shocked. It opened at four and a half, and then it oh, dropped. It did. Oh, okay, so there you go. Okay, I it opened it. at four and a half, and then it's dropped to. You have it as three. I still have it as four. So it's in that. It's in that vague area, three to four. But I would take the Bears. I think that they. I think that they'll win that more than four. Well, look at their schedule uh, of the remaining, and it's very favorable when you compare it to the Vikings. You know, because I really don't think the Lions are there yet. No, the Lions are nowhere near. The Packers are out. Packers are <laughs> more, I mean, more than likely. They're they're pretty much out. I mean, you have to yeah. you have to figure that. All right. So their schedule. So the remaining schedule for the Bears goes as such. So they have the Giants this week. Yeah. Then they Giants. then their home Rams. And that's that's, the, that's a Sunday one. night game. They home Packers at San Francisco and then at Minnesota. I mean, it, yeah. they win this division if they win. I think two of these games they win the division. Right, right. And so if you count the Giants this week, then one out of four. And you know when you want to call it the Niners game, they're going to win that. Ten. Yeah, I, I think people are overlooking them because what they lost to the Dolphins. They lost. Uh, you know, if you look back, I think they lost a couple of like Eric Hamilton. They lost. They lost back to back to Miami, and don't forget they lost that Patriot game, right? Which you know that was a flu- that was that, at Bears. That that was at Bears, and that there was a punt. There was a a, a special teams touchdown by New yeah. England, and don't forget Trubisky threw that ball deep. Like that could have almost tied <laughs> the game. So l- let's not say that that you know Miami was the fluke game. I think okay, but yeah, yeah. So go on. What what other losses? Uh, and then a week one loss, a one point week one loss to Green Bay, at Green right. Bay, which I thought that th- didn't shock anybody. But they're kind of right. People expected uh, Packers yeah. to win. Right? Nobody, nobody. Ex- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like at that time, we saw Khalil Mack, you know, blow that game up. But they still lost <laughs> by a point to Rodgers and company. And we think, okay, this is how we're going to go. And then yeah. they reel off three in a row after the bye. They go. They lose to, and right now they're on a five-game winning streak. That's only going to increase. And don't forget, they won most of those games without Khalil. Right. So he's back. Everything is sort of flat. And I do kind of, I do sort of agree with you. Trubisky and company are very much like the, uh, like the Eagles. And you know, especially yeah. in a division where everybody was touting every other team except Chicago. So now, so I'm go. looking at the line, you know, that three four, and safety still overlooked like the Eagles, where nobody was believing that until they won the championship game. Right. Well, I you mean, know, that's what the dog, you know, the whole role, everything. Yeah, nobody thought that that was. You good. know, and the fact that Peterson was a former quarterback. Yeah. And Nagy was a quarterback, Delaware, and uh, you know, in the uh, arena football. Yeah. And that's and that's fast paced offense and 
Yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting story. No, I think it definitely is, and I think that they'll. So I'm, I, I'm going all in, right? Yeah, you go. See going, if I can clip some losses. Yeah. Right. So you're going all in on the Bears. I mean, and yeah. I mean, it. I mean, other notable games is, of course, the Thursday night game: Saints at Cowboys. I don't think the Saints have. Too yeah, much. now that line seven, I saw. Right, because everybody's now in the Cowboys. I mean, they're they have the tiebreaker. They're right. leading the NFC East. I mean, how the boys are back. I don't know if we can really agree to that, but I mean. Now, what's their forte? Defense? Who the who Cowboys? Yeah, seems like it. Uh, that and apparently okay. Mark. So I'm just thinking, how much do you think? How many points do you think they'll put up? Not the Cowboys. The Saints. The Saints. I, I think defense. Yeah. I think the Saints will do uh, within a touchdown of what they did last week. So I, I'm going to say tw- they'll put up at least 24. Is there a chance that they could um... lose? Yeah. A small chance, but I, I, what, what fault? Are I mean, you... can you put your? They, they lost the first game, and then like in a, you know, in a car race, they put their foot to the floor. And yeah, they haven't stopped. New, since. New Orleans, right? That's yeah. The, can you do that to an entire NFL season? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, you okay. can. Look, the Rams are pretty much doing that. They, they were only losses to the Saints. You know. Right. Yeah, you would want more games like that. I mean, how how could you not? I mean, every it seems like every week there is a game of the year, and it's always some sort of big old shootout. You know, if you want to say that that's possible between the Chargers and the Steelers, sure. I mean, that's going to be a good Sunday night game. Two L.A. teams back-to-back um, Sunday night games. Chargers have this. They got flexed into well, the, the second. I mean, that's uh, that's happened before, but it's been a long time before last week, before the Rams. Uh... Yeah, it's been, and especially the Chargers in a primetime game flexed into a primetime primetime game. No way. <laughs> so, the, but the Chargers are going into Pittsburgh. Um, I, I would love to see LA, you know, beat up on the Steelers, but I, I don't know. I don't know. You're not feeling it. I, I need to see it to believe it. Because I, you know, Rod, Rivers have gone and has gone into cold places before and just fallen apart. And uh, I'm sure the weather's not exactly going to be. Balmy. You're right. He's he's not he's not that reliable. No, look, marmalade can put up the points, but uh, fantasy points. But when crunch time. But when you got like seven kids at home, <laughs> he I does. mean, just think if when you have one, what that's like. Right. Well, he wants so, his. He wants you're his. You're need help. He wants his quiver full, and he wants his bolo ties. That boy, but, that man yeah, loves his bolo he need, ties. He needs a couple. He needs a few more. Better bring cousins in. Have a team. Uh, well, uh, Cromartie. Him and Cromartie can face off against each other. Now, now you talk in the family bowl. Um, so you wanted. So let's move over to baseball, where currently the so one signing has really gone down. That's been pretty uh, momentous, and that's the Braves. Signed former uh, AL MVP Josh Dan- Donaldson to a one-year, twenty-three million dollar contract. Uh, well, this is a guy who's had lower body, you know, uh, hamstrings and calf injuries, but oh, but I mean, and he's thirty-three. Um, but he so this is his like this is his, all right. I'll do this for one year. This is his get right year. Um, get right, get rich. Well, that's because the, he's hoping he's going to get another big one and. Uh, no, you know the Braves, thirty-three, right? But but for the Braves, why not? They were a year ahead of schedule. You know, you bring right. in some power right. to. You know, you just need somebody surrounding Acuna, and you'll be fine. They also uh, re-signed their former catcher Brian McCann, uh, formerly hmm. of the Yankees. How old is he? I think he's like thirty-six. Hold on, let me pull up his. Man, he is thirty-five. He's going to be thirty-five in February. A thirty-five-year-old catcher. Well, I'd like, like to see his hands. Well, he's he's part like he's not a full-time catcher. It's going to be catching in first. He got a full-time salary. Well, uh, he signed a one-year, <laughs> but it's one-year two million. I mean, this is a guy who oh. signed. He signed oh, for no. five. So in that league, that's 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 like you know, yeah, backup pay. Right. He also he also signed uh, back in twenty fourteen. He signed a five-year, eighty million dollar contract with the Yankees. Oh, nice. You know, and he's you know he. I won- remember he was one of their better hitters throughout most of the year. Right, exactly. And then he he just like so many other people used to did. <laughs> they uh, they got good. The Yankees signed him for a big contract. Yeah, and, yeah. But then he didn't last very long with the Yankees. They traded him to Houston, and he got the lucky out of it because he got a he got a ring. Yeah, well, so, good for him. Right. 
So he's gonna he's gonna partially be be a catcher, partially a first baseman. Right. He so can pay his taxes with this with this salary. Right, exactly. So while we're while we're not seeing men, uh, those are the only two big, um, the only two big right now signings. You're hearing. Well, I've been hearing a rumor about Cano coming to the Mets at 36 years old. Isn't, so, he, isn't he a second baseman? He he is a second baseman, but there the thought is to move There's a him. A lot of traffic at that position, isn't it? I understand. So right now, so yes, so, so the free agent signing is slowing down, but trade rumors are big time right now. Abound, yeah. Yeah, we've heard about Noah Syndergaard possibly being traded, which right now that's that's put on the back burner because the Mariners are aggressively. Uh, trying to trade Robinson Cano, he of um, one hundred twenty million. I mean, he's he's halfway through his ten year two hundred forty million dollar contract, so he's got oh, half of that man. left, uh, years and money. And so the Mariners are trying to do this interesting. They call it a re- reimagining. They got rid of <laughs> they got rid of James it Paxton. Used to, it used to be called a pipe dream. Well, I mean that's what it is. But now the whole thing is you got to. You, you know, because the Cubs have done it, the Astros have done it, so many of these teams have done it, where you go bad for real for a couple of years, get a lot of high draft picks, sign them, keep them on your team, and then hope for the best, you know, and then and rough, right. run rough shot. So the Mariners don't want to do that, because don't forget, they're all the way up in the Pacific Northwest, and if, if you don't stay relevant up there, you, you go to Oklahoma City. Um, so, yeah, so they're, they're trying to trade Cano, and they've only really put it out specifically to the Yankees or the Mets, or and the Mets, I should say. Saying, why is that? Hey, well, because they can take on the burden, the majority of the burden of Cano's contract. Oh, yeah, it's a dumping ground. Well, so, and, you know, he's going to turn 36. He, I'm sorry, he turned 36 in October. He had a PED suspension. Um, right, right. But, um, I mean, he let, let's see, this past year he hit 303. Um, okay. He had a 374 on base percentage, um, yeah. 22 doubles. I mean, look, his power numbers are down, and he's. Yes. I mean, that's a that's a good pitcher's park too. That he was, uh, he was hitting. Yeah, but the power comes from the legs. When the legs go, mm. well, so far as not too many, no, no real problem mm. with his legs. Yeah, but the, the age is a problem. What are the Mets doing? Well, yeah. they, they they had a good second baseman. Well, he couldn't feel. Who? He was a great. He was a great hitter. Who the Jeff for the, Jeff for the Nationals? Oh, Daniel Murphy. I mean, he was a hitter. No, I mean, who would you rather have right now of uh, those two guys? Who, can, who Cano or Murphy? Yeah, probably Murphy. Probably Cano. I should say. No, because of his stats. Well, but he's also he hasn't had a. Le- Don't forget, he was Murphy was out the first half of the year because his leg almost fell off. Like this is a guy. Like and he's also a guy without a position. You know, in college, when they said, you know, when they were introducing themselves, he's like, hi, I'm Daniel Murphy, I bat third. Like, not even like <laughs> I play first, I play outfit, I bat third. No, I'm just saying, is he about that same age? No, he's younger. He's younger than Cano. He is? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that bothers me. You know, I think in the history of the Mets, that people at 36 years old and older just showed up. Willie, Merv- Willie Mays and... I don't know. Well, Millie, Cologne. Yeah, but, you know, he was a New York guy. Bartolo Cologne. And he became a, a, he became a, a folk hero. Still is. So, yeah. the, so the idea is that the Mets trade for Cano, and right. they, they take on, you know, like 14 out of the, <laughs> four, 14 out of the 24. Like really? basic, like, a, like, I don't know, like 80 per, like 60% or 75% of the contract. And they get another one of the Mariners' players. They're talking about Edwin Diaz, who's a pitcher, or Mitch Helger, who's an outfielder. So we get those two, Cano and one of those guys, back. And then the Mets trade Jay Bruce and his big contract. He shouldn't be playing the outfield. There's no room for him at first base with Peter Alonso possibly coming up or even Dominic Smith. So he's oh, not going to... with Dominic Smith, please. So you trade Bruce over... And so you're swapping the bad contracts because you're going to have a bad... Didn't he he make two stints with the Mets? Well, yeah. The first one was really good, and then they re-signed him, and it didn't go so well. So you trade... So so here, you trade the bad contracts, but you get something else in return, and then you trade one of the Mets' prospects back to... um, 
uh, back to the Mariners. And their top 10 prospects, I mean, they're not exactly top 10 in the majors, if you know what I mean. No, like, tell me about it. They, get, they can't even get our roster going. Right. So, I mean, there, there's a couple guys that in the minors, they didn't say specifically, but if you look at the top 10, I mean, they've got, they've got two, yeah. s- two shortstops. Look at any trades. Minor league prospects are like, you know, it's, it's, it's why I've been mentioned. It's not even an honorable mention. So many failures. Right, of course. But you just hope, like, all right. I'm trying to think of successes, ones that came out of nowhere. Uh, you no know, in trades. It wasn't Dan Norman. No. Well, right now, I mean, Jeff McNeil, he of the end of last season for the Mets, I mean, he came on strong in the minors. He I, like, bat- I like the way he hits. I love how he hits. He unbelievable. And he's already turned into a Met folk hero. You know, I mean. I think so. I, I think mean, you're right about that. The Mets folk hero. Wait, what's his number? I think he was like 68 or something. Oh, wow, you can't do that to somebody. No, that was Let's his. Let's say pitch. Let's that, say pitch. That was probably his choice, too. All right, let me see. Right. Let me see his number. His Six, number. I hope not. Yeah, 68. I wouldn't, wear, I wouldn't wear a 68 jersey in baseball. I'll be, I think you well, at my age, I think I was a coach. I know, but this is the ty- This is a guy who was never supposed to even smell the major leagues, and here he is. He'll take whatever well, he can get. get. I get it. Yeah, so he he can do what he wants. What's his, is that his number? Number 68. I don't. I'm sure. I'm sure that might change. Don't forget. Okay, I can still root for him. Oh, of course. I, if, if anything, that's going to endear him to. That continues to endear him. So the idea right now is to basically trade bad contracts. You have Cano play second. You move Jeff McNeil over to third base because everybody's talking. You know who's going to. Yeah. You know, Todd Frazier's not coming. That leaves first base open for Alonzo and yeah, if Dominic Smith is able to do anything. You okay, get that's another guy. Who, you open people's time. You open up the outfield, you get Bruce out of there. Right. And so now you're actually in a better position. I'd love if they could trade if the Mariners would give up like a catcher or something in return. Well, well who who are they gonna get to catch? Uh, I mean, it doesn't look any of these two, three they have a, a are going to make it. Well, some of the other ones that have been already signed, Kurt Suzuki has been signed with the Nationals, Jeff Mathis signed with the Rangers. So, I mean, the big name catchers that are out there, Will, uh, Wilson Ramos being the biggest one, he's on the market right now. The the Mets are, and, you know, Brody, the GM, are probably going to go after them. And you're going to see them sign at least two relievers, hopefully top-tier ones. So here's the other thing. You save money on not going on, on Manny as, you know... Uh, as, well, isn't Philly going to eat up all the uh, talent? But what, what's the word? Well, well, when the owner said when he when the owner is quoted as saying they might get a little stupid with their money, yeah, they're going to yeah. try to sign everybody. So go ahead. That's have a fun. sign that stock market could crash. But here's the thing: out of Harper, People talk like that. At, between Harper and Machado for the Mets, Harper is the more interesting candidate. You get rid of Bruce, you open up an outfield position for Harper if he signs with the Mets, and then you wait for Trout. Uh yeah that well that's a dream. That's sweet. I, I might I might I might wear a Phillies hat. The Mets better get their act together soon. Well, this might be... I, I can't I can't hold out this kind of pain that long. This might actually I'm be too a, old for that. I understand this might actually be a step in the right direction. Look, I mean, this is the window. Um, you know, between Wheeler, Degrom, if Syndergaard stays, which I hope he does. You know, I mean, yeah. Cespedes, if he ever comes back, but, yeah, this well, is the window. Oh, that's another story. How right. old is that guy? Uh, in real life, uh, thirty thirty plus, <laughs> under forty. I can say I can say confidently he's under forty. Would, would 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 two bad wheels? Yeah, well he's getting them worked on right now. Let's see if that. And actually, a golf habit. Well, you got to spend your days doing something. Uh, I suppose. They that they they hey. Madoff wasn't such a crook. I mean, I mean, I mean, this guy's getting away with it. Uh, yeah, that is for certain. So moving over to college football. Um, some impressive uh, uh, games. Notre Dame. What's more impressive than that? Notre Dame going into uh, Southern California, beating twenty four seventeen. USC they were trailing. USC had them really tight to the vest in the first half, they and then did. then they just couldn't stop Notre Dame. So they're in. They're right now third in the college football playoff. Um, Oklahoma goes into West Virginia. We were watching that game. Kyler Murphy, the yeah, Kyler got that name down. Kyler Murray, the soon-to-be Oakland Athletic farmhand. Don't forget, he signed a contract with the you're A's, right, right. and he's and he's talking on the news. I'm sticking with it. He's then, a pitcher, uh, outfielder. Oh, outfielder, outfielder. He's got good power numbers. 
Um, so well, he, I imagine, I imagine he's a five-tool player. So he, they go into Charleston and beat up on West Virginia. Well, it was a, quite the affair, fifty-nine to fifty-six. Um, that yeah, was impressive. It was impressive. arena football. It really was. It, it, it was. It, did whoever had the ball last win? Um, almost. Although there was a, some say a, a, a questionable penalty that allowed, uh, uh, that caused West Virginia to not score or at least move forward with it. So they, uh, West Virginia, who was, I think they were ranked, what were they ranked previously? They were ranked like at number 11, I think. So yeah, around there. So it's o- out of the top ten, right? Yeah, so Oklahoma jumps up to number now, five. Now, that's what you would watch them in a bowl game, right? Oklahoma, absolutely. Boomer. No, Sooner. I'm talking about uh, West Virginia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah. course. I, I would be there. Yeah, there's, there's some great talent around. Yeah, uh, I think Gillis is the is the last name of their quarterback. He's something to watch out for. I mean, Oklahoma. He's, he's that. He could be NFL bound. Murray and I think his name is Gillis. They are both. They were like one and two in points responsible this season in college football. Like wow. they were. They were really, really, yeah, offensively impressive. And yeah. let, me, let me see. I want to get his name right. Uh, is it's uh, what's his? I'm pretty sure it's Gillis. So in any case, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Im- impressive, impressive season. Um, so Oklahoma jumps up to five. Ohio State hosts Michigan and shellacks them, sixty-two <laughs> to thirty-nine. That's, that's not usually the case. Michigan drops from four to seven. Oklahoma jumps from ten to six. I mean, this was big. This was big, and Oklahoma, Ohio State now jumped up into the college football playoff. Um, uh, that's a discussion. great story, Ohio State. I mean, over, 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 you know, through Sandusky and you know, on through everything. Well, that no, that's Penn State. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no. Okay. O- although Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma, Ohio State has had their all had their own difficulty. Yeah, which one was that? Uh, well, that would be where the um, who was it? The wide receivers coach. Uh, he had some domestic issues and whatnot, and Urban Meyer's like, "What? I didn't hear what happened. Who's that? Oh, right, right, right. Who's that guy? I don't know that guy. Who that? I don't know. Um, yeah, but was he suspended, Meyer? Meyer was suspended, so he yeah, was okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they went undefeated in his time away, and also he's also had health issues. I mean, he two weeks ago he was on the sideline, basically like gra- he was he 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 was almost grabbing his chest. He was like bent over at the waist and cringing really badly and they were winning too so it wasn't like that was the reason so so um and right now georgia jumped so georgia jumped up 45 to 21 over georgia tech so they're fourth so right now going into championship weekend uh alabama will face georgia in the sec championship game alabama beat uh their rivals uh, Auburn fifty-two to twenty-one. So the winner of that's going to be in the, which would be it's probably going to be Alabama. Although if Georgia wins, then you're going to have Alabama and Georgia both be in there uh, in the uh, college mm. football playoffs. But that is very unlikely to happen. Unlikely. Again, look, I mean, jo- I told you last year, uh, almost almost ten months ago, eleven months ago. Until I see Georgia do something, I'm not going to believe right. in them. And they almost had that game, the championship game yeah. against Alabama, and then somebody falls asleep at the wheel, and whoever runs past them scores. But and they've wins had the game. great upsets in the past. Yeah, I know. But uh, look, if this but is not, but not this year, there's nobody better than. Well, really, what upset is there? Because if Georgia wins, Alabama's still in the playoffs. Yeah, Alabama's the best. Yeah, they right? just they just basically they almost flip flop. Like Alabama goes down to number four, Georgia goes up you, to number three. You would want to see Alabama and Notre Dame play. Last time I saw that, I got embarrassed. <laughs> Notre Dame got embarrassed. <laughs> I mean that was, and that was the cherry because that was the day after. Oh, you don't want to feel bad for them. That was the day after Manti Teo got found out. Oh yeah. So that was we the catfish. That was the day after, and they got slaughtered in that championship game. <laughs> that was a huge distraction. That was terrible. And what we, happened to his career? Why he's he's playing fine? He's with the Saints. He might actually win a title. That would be sweet. I still think he that should. Would be sweet. Hey, st- what, what happened to the North Carolina State beat North Carolina? Yeah, and then they beat up on each other. There was brawls. Yeah, bunch. There was, yeah, they, they take it. I mean, besides Texas, who takes football more serious than North Carolina? Uh, I think Texas. And speaking of Texas, boy, they took it seriously. They beat uh, LSU uh, 74 to 72. Listen to these scores. You know, when I, 
when I saw that, I really looked back to see if that was a, a basketball score. And it was in. Don't forget, it was That's in. That's what it looked like—a good co- uh, college basketball score. And it was in seven overtimes. It took seven overtimes. I, I did not realize that they would allow that. I thought after a certain time they stopped, like two each possession or something. I, I had no clue. But what did you just say? Who takes football more seriously than North Carolina? Oh yeah, they're gonna. That's Texas. the finish. And yeah, and so Texas A and M in the SEC host a number a ranked LSU team. Yeah, they're gonna fight for all they can, and you know, after the after right, the game, right, right. then the coaches meet and, and they're they're pretty tense uh, at the. Uh, you would want to see the highlights of that, that seventy four points. Of course, of course, an instant classic, as they call it. Poor UCF, they didn't even move. They stayed at number eight, and they beat. Oh yeah, well they have a loss now. No, they don't. You they UCF, they beat they beat uh, um, University of Southern Florida uh, thirty eight to ten. And so now they now they go face Memphis for the AAC uh, champion, the All American Conference Championship game. I mean, the best okay. they're. G- and what do you what do you, you think they'll win now? Yeah, they, I I would hope so. If you can't beat Memphis, then you don't deserve to be eight. But here, but the sad fact is, they're going to have if potentially uh, if they win against Memphis, they're going to have like a twenty five game win streak plus, and they're only going to move up to number seven. Meanwhile, Ohio State, Oklahoma. So what kind of bowl game can we be checking them out? At? They're they're going to be one of the New Year's six. Okay, but I mean, they really should be. I'm sorry, I don't, uh, I I don't, I don't know what Georgia is number four as a failsafe for Alabama. That's all it is. Right. It's a failsafe. They move Georgia up, and Oklahoma is next in line because if everything happens as everything everyone thinks it will, which is Alabama beating Georgia, Oklahoma is going to jump up to number four. And so Oklahoma will be in. And if Ohio State trounces no- yeah. Northwestern by like well, that's, at least seven, that's 70- a lot of must-see um, must games. Look, if Ohio State shuts out Northwestern, Ohio State will probably jump Oklahoma. If Ohio State gives as much up as a field goal to Northwestern, Oklahoma is is going to be in the playoffs. And again, that's sure. assuming Georgia loses, which I think we can all agree Georgia will lose that game. Right. And then Michigan stays home. They'll probably play a New Year's Six Bowl. Heck, it might be Michigan versus I, UCF. I'm not looking forward to seeing them. I, w- I wouldn't put that on my menu. No. And what's really... He's been disappointing. What's really sad, too, is Washington State could have really spoiled the party, but they lost to their in-state rival, Washington, 28-15. to 15. <laughs> That happens a lot, right? Yeah, they were number eight. And then they... So, yeah. But it's just... I'm. You know, I've been on the UCF bandwagon all season. And the fact that they're one spot ahead, one spot ahead of one, two, three, four, nine and three teams. So at number seven or eight, like what would the likely opponent be? It's probably Somebody lower. Uh, no, like, no, you're probably looking at something like, oh, like if everything stays as is. Um, seven plays three. Something like, no, you well, actually it'd be more like five plays ten. Six so plays. Seven, eight come in. Uh, that's Michigan UCF right now. Okay. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate. Well, that would be embarrassing for Michigan to lose to them, wouldn't it? Yeah, but then people would get. Then the story wouldn't be UCF beats Michigan. It's Michigan loses again. They wouldn't even mention UCF. <laughs> they wouldn't even get credit for that. No. And then if UCF beats Michigan, yeah. then in the then in the preseason polls, it's going to be uh, UCF is a number seven. Yeah. Well, they're the little train that could. Well, I hope they keep going. Although they lost their poor quarterback. Uh, I think his name's Milton. I forget. Well, then that, that's not good news. No, it's not good. But but like he, this is a this was a bad. We talk about Alex Smith, whose career is essentially mm-hmm. over. Um, yeah, Milton. He lo- uh, he goes down. He had to have another surgery on his leg because of uh, how bad it is there. But you know, <laughs> Alex Smith is gone for his career. I, it's, no, he'll never play again. But like, there's nerve damage in Milton's uh, leg. They're saying well, too. I mean, what's his name got twisted. Smith, Alex Smith, yeah, yeah, and that almost so, so it like splintered like a bat. Yeah, and also it had a corkscrew break, which means that it it like yeah. you said it got twisted, and that's how it how it the bone shot went. up with a shard all the while. Oh, Compound broke the skin, but I mean Milton's was just as bad, except he had nerve damage. Yeah. So, but Alex Smith, you ain't gonna see that guy no more. And and I'd love to hear that Milton comes back, but uh, right now it seems like he might be done for as well. 
But look, they're going to, I mean, that, that's also why I don't think UCF's going to lose to Memphis. Um, and I'd even like them in the playoff game, again, or one of the New Year's Six Bowl game. It's because they're, they're going to ride the Milton wave. They're going to ride the... Okay, I'm going I'm to be checking the, uh, the spreads, see how they're doing. Mm, for sure. Well, as it is, if you were looking at the game against Memphis, uh, let's see what the line is on that one. What would you guess it to be? Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, and then I just see it. Three. They're a three-point favorite. Without, Over, the, without the quarterback. Without the quarterback against an 8-4 and four Memphis Tigers team. I, it's very unfortunate. No respect. No, it's no respect at all. And then when you look around, you know, Oklahoma is playing Texas, and they're an 8-point favorite. That's where it's watching. Right. Alabama's a 13-point favorite against the number four Bulldogs. Mm. You know, Clemson, rightly so, is number two, ranked number two, and they're facing a 7-5 and five Pittsburgh team. And they're they're twenty eight. Yeah, but I'm not so sure I put them on my uh, my watch holiday menu. It depends. Like, look, what it's probably going to be is Clemson and Notre Dame. You're going to see. Um, I'd like the I, one of the New Year's Day bowls. Okay. Well, in that case, I'd be watching Notre Dame. Right. So. Although I don't think well, because New Year's Day is on a Sunday, and heaven forbid if college football goes up against the NFL, they'll lose. But they don't want. Sh- we don't want to let anybody know that. But I like the three-day weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I like it too. But um, I like it too. But she, college football like kowtows to the NFL, so it's like, hey, we are the tradition that goes on January first. Oh, it's a Sunday. No, we'll we'll be out here on the second. No, yeah. this is a, this is your you know free farm system. Yeah, of course. So they're not going to want to anger. For free. They're not going to want to anger them. They're not going to want to even try and say like we're better than you. Nope. No, no you're they're not. a dance partner. Right. Exactly. Except on toes. All right, Dad. Well, thanks very much for joining me this week. It's been fun, son. I agree. Thank you very much. All right, and uh, happy post-Thanksgiving to everybody, and happy Hanukkah uh, for those coming up. So see you later. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also... Visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.